Welcome to GFS Insight, our look into what's happening in the television and film production industry from a risk management perspective. Welcome to the show. Here at GFS, we've been getting a lot of questions regarding COVID-19, such as, how do I prove I'm vaccinated? What do I need to know if I'm traveling? And what are all these variants people are talking about? To help us answer these questions, we welcome back to the show Dr. John Broach, an ER doctor with extensive experience managing and treating COVID-19 patients. Welcome back, Dr. Broach. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Thanks for having me. I am well, thanks. So today's first question deals with travel. We've got a lot of people getting back to work in the television and film industry. Sometimes that means going to other countries for work. So as we see people start to travel again, certain countries will have vaccination requirements in place. How does someone prove that they are fully vaccinated? Great question. You know, and as you mentioned, this is something that countries all over the world are contending with. Each country and location is dealing with it a little bit differently. So there are multiple versions of vaccine passports, vaccine cards, and different ways of proving that you've been vaccinated. You know, I think that the most important thing for folks as they begin to think about traveling is to just understand what the local restrictions and uh, rules are with respect to vaccination and proof of vaccination on the ground there before you travel, because they can be quite varied around the world. That's correct. And each country will have its own requirements as well, whether that is to quarantine for a certain amount of time or to be fully vaccinated for a certain amount of time. So it's important to check before you travel. Now, what if I'm fully vaccinated in my country, but the country that I'm visiting either doesn't accept my vaccination card or requires a different vaccine, and I might need to get vaccinated again by the local health authorities? Is it okay to get vaccinated again? And does it matter with what brand I'm vaccinated? So typically we think of the vaccines as being compatible. So there doesn't seem to be at least any well-known danger to having taken one vaccine and then taking a second different brand of vaccine or even type of vaccine. I would say the caveat is that uh, it's always a good idea to check with your healthcare provider to make sure that they're comfortable with that. But in in, in general, I think if one found oneself in a country where a particular vaccine was being demanded, um, it would be generally safe to take that vaccine, even if you'd had a previous different vaccine. Absolutely. That's a good reminder to check in with your doctor before you travel to discuss your options, do your research, find out where you're going, what the requirements are. Now, in terms of variants, without getting too specific, what does that actually mean in terms of the virus? What has changed and how is it different? Sure. Uh, it's a great question. And it's a uh, natural selection playing out in front of us millions of times every day. So if you think about a person being infected with a virus, that virus replicates millions of times in their body. And each replication cycle, there's a chance for acquiring mutations in the genetic code. Any of those mutations may have either deleterious effect on the virus, which means that it's less effective at causing illness, maybe neutral and have no effect, or it may make it more successful. And the variants that we see are typically ones that have had some spontaneous random mutation that has in some way made it more effective at either causing illness or spreading illness. There's lots of different parts of the virus that can be mutated to, to cause those changes in function. 
But the bottom line is that every single infection goes on, there's a chance that new variation, new, excuse me, new mutations and new variants will, will be produced by that process. So when it comes to traveling to other countries, there might be different variants there. Now, what are we seeing out there? And do certain variants mean that I need to get a booster shot before traveling? Great question. So, you know, Delta variant as is probably on top of everyone's mind because it's the most common circulating strain of COVID-19 at this point. But as you mentioned, there are regions of the world that have many other variants. And in fact, all of these variant strains arose from somewhere and have distributed themselves around the world subsequently. So, you know, there are not only Delta variant and Lambda variant, which now is circulating in Central and South America, but there are Delta, what are called Delta plus variants, which are Delta variant plus additional mutations that can make them either more transmissible or more significant in terms of causing illness. So I think my advice to anyone traveling would be to understand what the local pattern of disease is in that country. And, and that information is, is available through CDC and other sources in terms of what strains are most commonly circulating in different countries. And then just to be aware of the need to stay vigilant and to continue to protect yourself, even if you've been vaccinated, because some variants may not be as responsive to the vaccine as others. Although I will say that the standard series vaccine has been shown to be protective against all of the commonly circulating variants, just a matter of whether the efficacy is identical between the different variants. And so still a good idea to be vaccinated, still relatively safe to travel, but certainly something to be mindful of. So with these two variants, Delta and Lambda, how are they different? So Lambda was certainly more transmissible, it seemed, than the sort of standard alpha variant, but then actually was supplanted by Delta or is in the process of, seems to be in the process of being supplanted by Delta as well, just because Delta is so much more transmissible than any of the others that we're seeing in common circulation. So I think the point there, though, is that you know anywhere you go may have or may be in the midst of a new variant outbreak. And so that may be really important to know if, you know, for example, you either had COVID or you've been vaccinated, although those things will be somewhat protective, they won't be 100% protective, especially if you are exposing yourself to a completely new variant that you've never seen before. And speaking about exposure, what we know about contract tracing at the moment, a close contact is usually someone who's been within six feet of an infected person for about 15 minutes. Now, with Delta, that tends to bring down those exposure parameters. Why is that? So it has to do a lot with the ways in which the virus binds to cells in the, in the body. Delta variant tends to be more capable of causing infection, and that makes it more transmissible. So, you know, any, any variant whether Delta or a future variant may make it more or less transmissible and more or less likely to cause an infection, even if you're briefly exposed. And I just want to point out, you're absolutely correct, 15 minutes or more at six feet or less, but that's usually considered to be 15 minutes in a 24-hour period. So if you're in the same household with someone, for example, even if you're not sitting across a table from them for 15 continuous minutes, that's still considered an exposure and, and still something that you should be watching out for yourself for symptoms with. Thanks for that reminder and clarification on what a close contact is. You know, as horrible as this virus is, I can't help but be amazed at the evolution of this tiny organism that has brought so much change to the world. 
It's it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, you know, something that evolved randomly to cause illness has now essentially shut down the world, killed millions of people, and has put us all in the fight of our lives to to stop it. It's really quite breathtaking, although sad. But we are seeing positive signs that there will be a return to a world we knew. I mentioned productions that are working overseas with crews traveling between countries. Some people might have some anxiety about getting on a plane after all this time. What should we be doing in terms of best practice when we fly? So definitely folks should continue to wear a mask, continue to wash your hands, and just be mindful of people around you. Many airlines now require masks for travel. It's totally reasonable to remind fellow travelers to wear a mask to protect themselves and to protect you. Stay healthy, stay rested. All of that, while doesn't directly prevent coronavirus in particular, makes you healthier, makes your immune system more robust. But the biggest thing, uh, honestly, is to, to continue to protect yourself with mask and, and hand washing. So basically, stick to the basics. All good advice there. And finally, have you got any international travel coming up in your future? Unfortunately, no. My only travel is going to be to the emergency department to work my shifts. But hopefully when this all ends, I hope to continue to visit places around the world. So do we. And I know you'll have a well-earned vacation to take after all. Thank you so much for all your service and for what you do for us. I know you're very busy, but we really appreciate you answering these questions for the audience and hope to speak with you soon. Take care. Wonderful to speak with you too. Thanks so much for having me. Today's GFS Insight is that you should do your research before traveling to other countries, as there may be certain entry requirements, including vaccinations or quarantines. We know the virus has a few variants around the world that can be more transmissible, but current vaccines are shown to be effective against all of them. And as the world opens up for travel, it's always good to keep following hygiene and mask use best practice. Finally, always seek out professional medical help and speak to your doctor. If you have any questions you'd like answered on the show, please email them to gfsinsight at gfsglobal.com. Thanks for listening. Contact us today to update your production's COVID-19 protocols. Visit gfsglobal.com. Thanks and stay safe.